Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, September 16th. Never complain no matter what you have to endure. Misfortune lies in your perception of things, not in things themselves. Should you suddenly lose all your wealth, perhaps in a stock market crash, the time may have come in God's plan for you to experience poverty. One positive lesson to be learned from every loss is calm detachment. Another is to become more whole in yourself. Success and failure equally are part of life's flow. So too are the pairs of opposites, wealth and poverty, fame and ignominy, gain and loss of every kind. Accept them with a smile, for only in God can one rise permanently above duality. Meanwhile, Whatever your lot in life, accept it with good cheer. Remember, all this is a show, a cosmic dream, a drama. To your deeper self, life here on earth has no reality. Sometimes I feel like you pick up, as I said, I've said this earlier when we've read things like this, you pick up this little book with this little sunflower on the cover and you... You don't expect to be challenged on the level that Swami challenges us. But his training with Paramahansa Yogananda, an avatar of self-realization, his training and the way he trained and teaches all of us, is why settle for less? You know, it's a, it's a teaching that is not about any short-term picture. You know, most of us tend to think in terms of time, we think in terms of getting ourselves settled, of making this work, of making that work. Swami Kriyananda's view is simply of eternity, where we think that once this life is over, something is actually ended. I remember Swamiji saying to me once when a friend of mine had died, he said just very casually but exceedingly emphatically, nothing happens when you die. He said, everything that you think of as yourself and your consciousness, everything that is truly yourself and your consciousness, goes forward without interruption. Now, yes, the body is left behind. All those relationships uh, in that form are left behind. All the things that you have are left behind. But that which we call ourself, that which which is deeply me, He said, that's the surprise of transitioning in death. The surprise is that nothing has happened. Just as if I change my clothes, I'm conscious that I've changed my clothes. If I take a trip and am in another environment, I'm conscious that I'm in another environment, but I'm still myself. I've just moved myself or shifted myself. And so Swami tells us, when death comes, there's just this sudden realization that all these things that I was holding onto, that I thought defined me, they were just nothing. It was just water passing under the bridge. And all I have 
is the character and the consciousness that I've developed. Now, Master also says that um, not everyone has the capacity to be conscious without a brain. (laughs) And so when I'm talking, and I'm talking to those of you who are watching this, we are people, you wouldn't be listening if you didn't have some of this, who understand that consciousness is not physical. That our consciousness acts through the physical body, but it is the consciousness that animates the physical body. It's not the physical body that creates the awareness. Master made this very, what I think is a charming statement, and it was in his advice about death and dying, which he has, there's a book called Karma and Reincarnation. It does not have the name, the word death in it, but the book is a lot about death. And there's a novel written by Savitri Simpson. She's a member of Ananda. And it's, um, it's called to the, to the Gates of Death and Beyond, I believe. She's written a trilogy of novels. It's a, it's a wonderful book. And I'll just say one more. Nalini Graber has written a book called Transitions with Grace. All of these are available from Crystal Clarity. Um, but in Master's Advice for Death, he says, if you, see, if you've meditated at all or have had any kind of transcendental experiences, whether they come from music or prayer or nature or just the human love, and you recognize there's a transcendent element to human life, you understand intuitively, whether you've brought it to a conscious level or not, that there is a flow of awareness that stands independent of what this body is doing. But Master said many people believe that consciousness is created by the brain. And then Master said, so when they feel the brain beginning to die, they feel obligated to go unconscious. I love that. They feel obligated to go unconscious. Without a brain, I can't be aware. Therefore, I'm not aware. And he said, they go into the astral world. And he said, it's, the phrase he used was, it's sort of a gray dream. The astral world, as the masters describe it, and as many people who've transitioned and then had to come back, it's a, it's a world that it reflects very much what we see in this world, only this world is a pale reflection. And it's, it's a huge, vibrant level of consciousness in which everything that we see in this world, the origin form of it is present there. And so the origin form is, is literally infinitely more beautiful and dynamic than the little material expression of it here. But if you think your consciousness is dependent on your brain, then when your brain goes unconscious, you think you have to go unconscious. So you live in the astral world in a gray dream. And he said, you don't really come awake again until you're back in a physical body. And then as a child, gradually, and then as an adult, you wake up and you start doing all the things that we do in physical bodies that you had persuaded yourself you can't do in the higher realms. Isn't that just fascinating? How much we create our own reality. So when we think about life in that way, and the way Swami puts it to your deeper self, all of this world is just a cosmic dream, it's just a drama. To your deeper self, this earth has no reality. Well, those are powerful words, which I've meditated on for decades. 
I have an intuitive feeling of it, but this world sucks me in a lot. This is Maya. This is the sorcerer who casts a spell over our awareness so that somehow we misperceive reality and think that this level of reality is more enduringly real than it actually is. But the process of the spiritual path is an ever-increasing awareness of what life is really all about and how successfully, how most successfully to live it. There's a tremendous amount behind this, it's, it's not even simple, but behind these instructions that he has given us about the law of karma, about unlearned lessons, about the purpose of our incarnation. You know, this world, in a very real sense, is like a gymnasium of consciousness. And we, we put on our little um, gym suit, which is this body, and we're constantly acting out in the gym. And I, I myself find going to the gym terminally boring, so I don't actually do that. I have other forms of exercise, like swimming, that I like. But I've tried a few times, so I understand the image. The image is you go in and you have all these machines in the gyms that I've been into. You have these machines, and they can be adjusted to challenge you. That I have a certain amount of strength, and the object of this practice is to challenge myself so that I have more and more strength. That strength is an end in itself because it makes me healthier, it makes me more capable, makes me more confident, you know. But the point is to have those qualities. The gym itself, I know some people make the gym an end in itself, but the gym itself is a means to everything else we're doing. Perhaps we have a profession that requires that we be strong or that we look a certain way. Our health requires it. It's a means to an end. Just putting more and more weight on there so that the body can do it, if we only ever think about it as the gym, it's not a very expansive goal in itself. Okay? But doing it teaches us something that is really worth knowing. So this, the image is exactly perfect for what happens to us when we come into this world. It's a gymnasium of expanding awareness, of expanding consciousness, of developing those qualities of the soul, which are willpower, positive energy, calm acceptance, joy, independent from independence from external circumstances. So our karma brings us out of the astral world, and whether we've spent our time in a gray dream there, or whether we've celebrated all the wonderful things about the astral world, the joyous possibilities for people of elevated consciousness, We've learned, we've studied, we've gained, we've gained understanding. We're ready to face whatever remaining karma we have that can only be expressed on the material plane. Or we come here to serve also, to help others to understand. The karma that we have ourselves, another word for karma is quite simply unlearned lessons. There's something I don't yet know about the nature of bliss, about the nature of reality, about the presence of God. There is some experience that I can have that is going to cause me to lose clarity about the deeper realities. That's what karma is. So we come into this world and we have just literally entered the gymnasium of consciousness. And if you go to the physical gym 
and say, I, lift, I can lift 15 pounds easily or I can lift 150 pounds easily. So I'm just going to put 150 pounds on the weight machine and I'm just going to do as many reps as I need to do, effortless. I'm not even going to break a sweat. It's like it's not worth the gym membership. You know, you might be able to do that, but you're wasting your time. So when we come into this gymnasium of ever-expanding consciousness, fortunately we have a personal trainer if we want to keep taking it, the image, and that trainer is Divine Mother. It's our guru. It's our teachers of all kinds. And they put the weight on the machine. And they tell us how many reps we're going to have to do. And they know what part of us needs to be strengthened. And we can have opinions, and we can influence it a little bit, but we're not in charge. Personal trainer is in charge. So when Swami says, oh, it's time for you to learn about poverty now. You used to be wealthy, and now all your money is gone. You know, you used to be healthy, and now all your health is gone. You used to have a family, but unfortunately there was a pandemic, and some of them died. Or there was a terrible accident on the freeway, and now all of a sudden, instead of a family, you're all by yourself. And we say, no, no, too much weight. I can't lift it. I can't do it. Personal trainer just is unmoved. He knows it's the right size for us. And the more powerfully we can enter into this long-range picture, and that's what this has to be. I come into this world sent by the divine, drawn by my own karma to learn certain lessons, and everybody with me is doing the same even if they seem to suffer, even if they exit prematurely in my mind from this world, everybody's on the same journey. Everybody has the same goal, which is we are here to expand our awareness until we have total awareness of the divine. So Swami says, never complain, no matter what you have to endure. Misfortune lies in your perception of things not in things themselves. Should you suddenly lose all your wealth, perhaps in a stock market crash, the time may have come in God's plans for you to experience poverty. One positive lesson to be learned from every loss is calm detachment. Another is to become more whole in yourself. Success and failure equally are part of life's flow. So too are the pairs of opposites, wealth and poverty, fame and ignominy, gain and loss of every kind. Accept them with a smile, for only in God can one rise permanently above duality. Meanwhile, whatever your lot in life, accept it with good cheer. Remember, all this is a show, a cosmic dream, a drama. To your deeper self, life here on earth has no reality. God bless you. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.